Hello, everybody. This episode is going to be focused on coping skills. I kind of wanted to make an episode just listing a universal set of coping skills that I've used personally that can be used with a variety of different situations and with a variety of different emotions that you're feeling that you need to cope with. And I've used all of these skills myself and they've all really worked for me. And I thought that I would make an episode kind of just diving into different coping skills that have worked for me and how I've used them. So the first one I have is obviously writing, journaling, poetry. That is the main coping skill that I use. It's very cathartic to me to be able to express how I'm feeling and what I'm thinking in that format in writing or poetry, whatever form of writing it is, whether it's just journaling, like a diary entry, or writing a poem, or writing a fiction story, or writing an article about a particular topic in my life, or writing about a celebrity that I'm really interested in, or a TV show, or whatever it is that I'm really interested in. I just really like to just research it and just, you know, really distract myself by diving deep into that topic. And that goes for another coping skill I have on here is just researching a topic that you're interested in, learning more about or take an online class or learn a new language. Just gaining knowledge and focusing on one topic can be very helpful, it can be very grounding, and it can be very helpful for when you want to talk about that topic later, obviously. And overall, just writing and journaling can be very cathartic and it can be, you know, you can realize that you're really good at it. That's what I did. I didn't realize I was good at writing until I did it more. And the more I did it, the better I got at it. And the more I realized how good I was at it. And that could go for any of these things. And I have drawing and doodling, painting, sculpting, graphic design, whatever form of art you're interested in, that can be really cathartic as well. And it's another form of art that's very expressive. And just these different forms of expression are great ways to cope with emotions. And music as well, listening to it or playing it. Listening to music that you really relate to or that you really just enjoy listening to that makes you feel good, that moves you in some way, or playing music, if you're interested in playing music, whatever it is, that can be just such a cathartic experience as well. I know I keep using that word, but I feel like it's just the best way to summarize these things. But just listening to or and or playing music is a great way to cope with a variety of feelings. And another one is just talking openly with someone you trust. That, something as simple as that. Just talking with someone. And that can be really hard, honestly, to be able to be vulnerable and be open and honest and authentic with someone. But... If you trust someone enough, you should be able to talk to them about whatever. And even if you don't have someone that you really trust, then honestly, because I didn't, I went through a long time where I didn't have anybody that I could trust to talk to about anything until I really met my boyfriend, honestly. 
I really only had my family to talk to and I didn't always want to talk to them. So I would talk to my camera or I would talk to a microphone like this. And even that can be so, again, cathartic. And that could be so just such a release of emotions just to be able to talk about it, whether it's with a person or a camera or a microphone, whatever it is, just talking about it, recording yourself or talking to a person is such a great feeling of release of emotions. And watching movies or YouTube or TV or TikTok, all of that can be distracting and that can really reframe your mind when you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling anxious or depressed or lonely. It, it can really just kind of distract your mind from those overwhelming feelings. And grounding techniques in general like breathing or counting, meditation, redirecting your thoughts, going to your happy place, shift, shifting your focus in some way. You could light a candle, clean your room, do your laundry, rearrange your room, whatever, just make your space your space. I feel like that's really important is to make sure that you're, you're, you're maintaining an atmosphere around you that's comfortable for you. And it's your safe space and it's your sanctuary. And you feel like, you know, like comfortable in that space and you feel like you can be open and you can be yourself and you can express yourself in the most authentic way in your space. And I know that cleaning your room doesn't seem like it has this deeper meaning, but when you really make your room your sanctuary, you're making it your space and you're making it so that you feel like you're surrounded by motivation, if that makes sense. You can write lists of different things, goals, qualities you like about yourself, things to accomplish today or tomorrow, whenever. Places you'd like to travel to someday. Your favorite TV shows or Taylor Swift songs or whatever. Um, if it keeps you distracted, if it keeps you motivated, or even just a little more stable, it's worth it. Or you can write, you know, even like lists of your people that you that bleh, people that you care about or memories, because those are great reminders as well. Or, you know, something that only pertains to a certain audience, but definitely me, is to watch Miss Americana, if you like Taylor Swift. That movie is just, in some way, is so healing and intimate, and I just watch it as a coping skill, and I'm just going to leave that at that. That only pertains to a certain audience, like I said, but that movie is very healing to watch. Watch something funny. Laughter is a truly excellent natural medicine. You can watch a comedy movie or a sitcom or a stand-up routine, funny song or a compilation video of celebrities acting like idiots or you can watch old home videos or you can just, whatever it is, whatever the video is or whatever the show or movie is, just watch something funny and allow yourself to laugh and allow yourself to enjoy it. You can write letters, you can write them to anyone. Friends, family members, partners, even your future self. That can really feel good to, you know, express however you feel about that person if you're writing to someone else. And they'll probably appreciate it because no one writes letters anymore. Maybe they'll even write back. Maybe you can even make a thing out of it. Who knows? And if you're writing to your future self, that's a really great thing to be able to look back on and reflect on in the future. 
And for me, another one is smoking weed. That only applies to a certain audience as well. But smoking weed is really helpful for me. I have a medical marijuana card. And for me, that can really ease my anxiety. And it also helps with my appetite and my sleeping and my back problems. But it also just really helps for me to just calm myself down at times. Because sometimes when I'm freaking out and I just smoke a little weed, I just calm down a little bit and I'm able to just refocus and it also enhances my creativity too. Um, you can also look through old photos or even more recent photos just of people and things that you love just to remind yourself of those entities that bring you joy and bring you motivation. You could plan a trip or a date with your significant other, some sort of excursion or activity and that could be with just yourself or your significant other or your friends, your family, whoever it is. Or even just you can take a quick walk or a quick drive. Planning these things gives you stuff to look forward to and taking a walk or drive can really clear your head. And different overall, different things work for different people. And, you know... Finding coping skills that really work for you requires a lot of trial and error, but the most important thing is to take care of yourself and to work hard and to just remember to be yourself. I know that's really cheesy and cliche, but there really is only one of you and there is no point of trying to act like anyone else because everyone else is already taken. <laughs> I know that's also cliche. But I just feel like it's very true. It's very important to just be authentic to yourself. And I feel like people really appreciate authenticity because there is a lot of fake hoes in the world. But yeah, that's gonna conclude this episode of Ebbs and Flows with Zoe Frenchman. Make sure you check out all my other episodes. Share this podcast to those who you think might be interested. And yeah, I will talk to you guys on my next episode.